And it's time to say hi to Steve Vines. Good morning. Good morning. Lots um, up. I know. Lots <laughs> Just up. Just leave it to you today. <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 it's hard not to note what happened yesterday um, with the um, sentencing of the uh, leaders of the Occupy movement. I, I, I think, you know, just one thing, in case anybody really hasn't noticed this, these are very long sentences. You make comparisons with what happens in other jurisdictions for protests like this. I mean, I'm not saying these people shouldn't have been protests, but these are very long. I mean, I think it was pointed out on Backchat this morning that, for example, the Wall Street protests, which um, caused at least as much disruption as these, the longest sentences were for three months, and that was for somebody accused of assault. Yeah, of a cop. So, yeah. So, you know, I mean, this is, this is a very, very harsh piece of sentencing, but, as ever, you've got the, the, the people, and they shall remain nameless, Robert Chow, who are jumping up and down going, not enough, not enough, you know, jail them for life, jail them for life. Uh, and then you've got, because there's always a little place of hell reserved for other people. So one of the, the only person who wasn't sentenced yesterday was Tanya Chan, who has a, um, an enormous tumour on her brain. They don't know whether it's malignant or not, but she it's it, it's the size of a ping pong, a ping pong ball. Mm. So now it's been identified. It obviously hasn't been removed. And this is what, and let me quote it in full, this is what DAB legislator Stephen Ho, incidentally, you're not entitled to that name, Stephen, can I say, so had to say about it. When it's time to pay the bill, everyone says they're suffering from terminal illness. You win. I mean, honestly, um, we're in upchuck territory here. We really are. I, 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 I don't know um, whether that is a person who has any shame, but I, I suppose they don't. So well, He's uh, just got oxygen on live radio from you. He's got oxygen you. from me and he's got oxygen from other people. Um, if you think all oxygen is equal. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, I mean... Um, the the only other thing I, I would say is, I mean, you know, Ronnie Tong and all these people are going, oh, well, we'll move, move on. on now, we'll move on. Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Hold hands, move on. Uh, the fact of the matter is that when you do this, uh, when you um, impose very harsh sentences on people involved in protests, all you do is you um, strengthen the resolve of people who are likely to protest. You reinforce the self-righteousness of those who think that protest is inherently illegitimate. And you don't move on. You actually increase the frictions and increase the um, discordance in society. So, you know, I mean, you know, just, just mouthing these platitudes about, move on, move on, it doesn't help. It ain't going to happen. Actually, you're right. You know, what's the absolute purpose of you saying that? If you want to analyse it, there is yes. one. There's a bigger picture. I mean, this is horrendous. I know you're going to come back to it. But the big, big picture is, is it fair to say the CCP has blown it with Taiwan? Well, I mean, it, it, it seems that there is no nail too big to knock into the system, or into the concept of one country, two systems. I mean, they are avidly pursuing this in Taiwan at the moment. Keep hmm. saying, Taiwan compatriots, we offer you one country, two systems. And they're looking across the sea to Hong Kong. They're going, what? That's what, what I mean. Has something changed yes. since no, yesterday no, no. with I regards to I, Taiwan? I, I mean, I know that the Taiwan government was quick to, to issue a statement about this. But I think the real problem that the Communist Party has is even their closest supporters in Taiwan, i.e. the KMT, the Kuomintang, they themselves 
will never go to the electorate because they know it won't wash. They will never go to the electorate offering one country, two systems as an alternative to the current government because they know it's toxic in the island. People will not vote for that. Mm. Oh, and by the way, they can actually vote That's for their true. leaders there. And they're thinking, gosh, we've got elections. Shall we have what they have in Hong Kong? Don't think so. Right. Let's do Move a few on, more of we? these. No, let's do a few more okay. of these. What actually changed? My favourite Jake van der Kamp expression. The clock went tick. What changed afterwards yesterday? I think that, that, that an, the, the polarisation of Hong Kong society notched up that one level. I really do. I wonder whether one of the things that had changed, and I was putting this to a friend of mine last night, she, she disagrees with me, but I'll tell you what I think, is <laughs> it's little publicised, but it is a fact, that relations between people like Benny Tai and um, the other leaders of the Occupy movement and the, the young people who essentially actually led it, the Joshua Wongs and what have you, were, were very bad indeed. Really? Yes, they were, during the Occupy movement. There was there was mistrust on both sides. There was a feeling on both sides that one or the other had hijacked the movement from them. And I'm just wondering whether now that everyone's in the same boat, I, a lot of people, including Joshua Wong, have gone to jail as a result of the Occupy movement. The leaders, um, the older, and, it, and there is an age difference, so I can say the older leaders, um, like Benny Tan, Chan Kim Ming, and now Chan Kim Ming, Chan Kinman, sorry, are now in jail. <coughs> um, I wonder if it will help to heal that division, which is a, an important fracture in the democratic movement. Don't know whether that will happen. It is possible that will happen. That obviously isn't the government's intended consequence of this. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Um, Carrie Lam issues a statement saying, all good, all good, and then rushes off to Beijing. Is that symbolic? Yeah. Good morning to John, John Kay, who says, I'm not going to say what he says, but let's just say he concurs with you. I see. Big C uh, uh, in oh, there, there's a C, uh, there, with regards right. to said legislator. Thanks for writing on Angel. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's not a good look, is it? And I also think, I mean, the, 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 the business of, of creating political martyrs, which is what this does. I mean, when you put people in jail like this, you focus attention on the injustice of the system. You don't focus attention on the law having been, you know, a, 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 an objective um, machine, which is what you really want it to be. Mm. So, again, you do not do anything to um, advance cohesion in society. So I think, you know, all in all, it's a, it's a pretty bad day for Hong Kong. What do you know about these laws? Because everybody kept saying it's a colonial thing, incitement to incite, well, blah, 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 blah. And they're no, like, no, it's oh. not the incitement to incite. It's the incitement to cause a nuisance. Okay, well, I mean... Oh, colonial laws. They're, they're, well, it's the nuisance thing which, which, which hit everybody okay. by surprise. Yeah. I mean, normally, in, in an instruction, you get charged for unlawful assembly or, or with obstruction. Right. Now, these are... These are relatively limited charges and the government obviously thought oh, I'll tell you what, we've got this at the back of our pocket, that carries much longer jail sentence, it can be up to 10 years so I'll tell you what let's use that, you see yet again it's the use of the law in the way that it's done by this administration to find to try and cause maximum um, impact for political reasons, not maximum impact for legal reasons, if 
they had been charged with obstruction, which I think they were expecting to be charged with and would have pleaded guilty to, incidentally. Mm. If they'd been in char charged with unlawful assembly, which they'd been expecting, they would have also pleaded guilty to that. But this charge, which everybody, you know... <laughs> I mean, good on them. They, they, they went through the books. I, incidentally, I have no idea why the renter mob who turned up at the magistracy didn't also then proceed to the British consulate to thank the colonial authorities for leaving on the statute books this ancient uh, uh, um, charge that could be used for purposes it was never intended for. It was actually intended for actually people causing, you know, disturbances, sort of like a domestic disturbance or uh -huh. something Not like Not some anti-triad law or anything no, like that? No? Nothing, it had nothing, I mean, and it was, you know, well, it just hasn't been used for decades. It's there. It's there, that's <laughs> the point. So as I say, I, I'm, I'm absolutely mystified why they didn't front up at the British Consulate and, and thank the Brits for having left that on the statute book, but somehow or other they had other business to attend to, mm -hmm. other free lunches to eat after the case, so, you know, they were busy. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for them. <laughs> Let's move on a bit, shall we? Shall we move? I mean, <laughs> you know, that that's, that's not good stuff. I like the fact that... The government, bless them, they, they, they said, oh, you know, Easter, you know, um, gosh, oh, yeah, um, tell you what, lots of people started using that bridge, you know, the bridge to nowhere, which we kind of know is almost only used by tour buses, but, you know, it's sort of that, that high-speed railway, you know, that thing that costs squillions of dollars? It leaked, didn't it? it, it well, they still, even on a public holiday... Even on a public holiday, they get nowhere near their target of 80,000 people per day using it. I think over Easter, it averaged out at 50,000. Mm -hmm. I'm just pointing this out because never forget that when they spend our money in this lavish way, they need to be constantly reminded by what a waste of money it is. Oh, and by the way, Lok Ma Chow and Lo Wu had, I think, six, time, that, six times that number of people passing through. So people were going. So people were going. It wasn't that people weren't going, it's just they weren't going on the high-speed railway. They, Some of them took the buses, but the real trans traffic went through the existing channels, which didn't cost the taxpayer squillions of dollars. I'm just reminding people that this is going on. Well, what about make the target lower? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that does seem logical. Well, well, I think what they... No, then what you they, look good. No, but... But the, the joke here is that is a lower target. Oh, okay, eighty thousand was not the original okay. target. The original target was around a hundred thousand. Then they go, well, maybe that's a bit ambitious. Let's lower it to eighty because we'll easily achieve that. Not. I don't think. I think it's always dangerous to get the crystal ball out, isn't it? With these. Well, things? I mean, you do have to. I mean, even even this shameless mob of of spending other people's money stirs. Even they kind of understand that when you, 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 you splash out, you've got to give some justification for what you're doing. But I suppose they genuinely thought that, that this would be a low enough figure to be able to wave around and go, oh, we said 80,000 a day and that's what we got. Hmm. Well, actually, you didn't. You're not even achieving it on these very busy days. Well, it's there if you want to go it's on it. It's there if you want it, yeah. Yeah, uh, talking of um, um, government projects that ain't what they're, they're cracked up to be, I have to say... 
You know they've they've put up the the fees at um, at the Disney theme park. I didn't actually, Steve. Yeah, it's funny you missed that. I mean, this is uh, four years in a row in the red, but not the Disney Corporation that makes money out of it every single day through royalties and what have you. Never forget that the suckers who who, who, who signed that deal are still with us. Um, but I, I I was just looking up the figures. So this will mean that for an adult to go to the Disney theme park, it will now cost, and it's a lot of money, a day pass will be $635. For a kid, it will be $475. And compare that to the other nationalised theme park, the, the, the Ocean Park, where the adult cost is 480 and the charge for kids is 240 In other words, you can take your kids to Ocean Park right. for less than half. That's not a small margin, less than half what it costs to go to Disney. And they're surprised that Disney isn't doing great business. Hmm. I'm trying to work that out. Yeah. I am trying to work that out. I've got a very small brain. I don't understand why, you know, a family with two kids and two adults wants to save money. I, I think most families say, I'll tell you what, let's go for the more expensive option. (laughs) (laughs) Morning. It's already a bit hotter, 29 degrees steaming in here and apparently uh, steaming out there as well um i have an email from john he says the hardline mainland sycophant sorry the hardline mainland chinese sycophants from hong kong calling for a repeal for more severe punishments is appalling and the sentences are harsh but things are likely to get worse let's not forget in the future if the extradition legislation to send those accused of a crime to face judicial proceedings in jurisdictions with whom Hong Kong does not have an extradition agreement like mainland China, mm. these hardliners may not have to deal with the inconvenience of an independent judiciary making politically incorrect decisions. Well, he's got a point there. I mean, I think, you know, we hear a lot from the business community who are talking about, they're worried about um, being sent across the border for commercial crimes but think about some of them should be i should imagine (laughs) let's so not go there but we but 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 think about people who are accused of of thought crimes and political crimes here which um uh sorry crimes which don't exist here but what do exist on the mainland you know defaming the communist party etc etc um applications for extradition for these people sending them across the border um it's terrifying because of course those people don't get locked up for 16 months or or Mm. anything like that we're talking you know i mean for very minor things being sent away five seven ten years with no independent judiciary whatsoever Mm. so i think john has has a bit of a point there you know we're talking before about what changed yesterday we often bring up the topic about overseas businesses either leaving or just saying forget about it i'm not going there you can see more of that i mean you don't know well, but just a thought I, I i just wonder i mean what what i didn't mention uh, earlier on is there was actually in a very big response from the international community to these sentences you know the united states britain the european union etc etc um and you know a lot of what businesses do is formed around perception so you know if they if the perception grows and grows that 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 um is it a good idea to set up a, an international or regional headquarters in a place that is so ready to use the law for political purposes is that really where we want to be i mean i 
gather and i have spoken to um overseas missions here about it i gather at the moment there's there is really isn't any sign of people leaving but you don't know what you never know is people who are on the verge of making a decision and they're looking at hong kong and a another place and they're going a another let's think about a another a bit more carefully this week yeah. it makes sense when things start to hit people in the pocket yeah i think it is i think it is well, I mean, <laughs> there's a bit of a, a bit of a segue here, and Godness knows what that even means. But even if it means something, there's this extraordinary business with these people, the usual renter crowd. I suppose they're the same renter crowd who turned up at the magistrates' court yesterday, who've been parading up and down. I mean, there's sometimes as many of a dozen of them outside the building where the new June four. Commemorative museum is to be held. Remember, they succeeded in getting the other one out of its previous home on the grounds of management problems within the building. Now they're bravely saying, and these are people who have nothing to do with the building whatsoever, saying, Oh, we're worried about the fire risk. Mm. Oh, we're worried about the fire risk. Well, now, obviously, I mean, you know, that's complete horlicks. But the fact of the matter is, just think how extraordinary it is that this happens in Hong Kong. Usually when people justify massacres or seek to justify massacres, what they say is, for example, like the Holocaust deniers, may they rot in hell, they go, oh, it's exaggerated, it didn't really happen. Or you've got the people in the old, great old days of the Soviet Union who said, oh, you know, all these accusations of terrible things that happened in the gulags, they were just capitalist propaganda. We don't want to listen to that. You know, they're absolutely... North Korea now. Yeah, yeah, North Korea, lovely place. Um, yeah, and honestly, if you go to a gulag there, I tell you, it's fun, fun, fun. I mean, but those people, what I'm trying to say is this, is normally when you justify a massacre or you justify the unjustifiable, you either are in a state of denial or you just lie. You say, you know, the, the internment camps for a thousand Uyghurs in northwest China, they are indeed education centres. But these people, they don't deny that the Tiananmen Ma uh, Square massacre occurred on June 4th, 1989. They actively say, we should ignore it. That is their line. Mm. We should not remember it. So they turn up outside the building where the museum is to be housed they have a little contingent that goes along on june the 4th to to victoria park waving banners saying these are unpatriotic it's unpatriotic to remember that people died in tiananmen square um yeah okay <laughs> i'm trying to work that one out but anyway that's what they say and i i, I have to say this is a new level of, of of vileness by all means say it was justified if you really think that by all means try and claim that hundreds didn't die in Tiananmen Square you know it was it's all a, an invention of the wicked Western press by all means try and say that but this we should ignore it they actually say that and you know every year in LegCo there's a there's a motion put up by the Democrats calling for for commemoration of the massacre mm -hmm. every year it's voted down by people who either will not debate it. I mean, mostly the, the pro-government people simply will not, will just will not engage on this subject. Or, but when it comes to voting, they actually vote against it. I mean, how could you vote against commemorating a massacre? You, you know, I know, I know this is what 
bad people do. You, you've got an example of this in, in France today. I mean, they're having a day to uh, remember the awful a massacre at the beginning of the last century of, of Armenians by Turks. And President Erdogan of, of Turkey is saying, you know, France has no right to commemorate the massacre of, uh, 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 of Armenians. They should be worried about their own affairs. Well, yeah, OK. Mm. And Zante <laughs> as well. <laughs> well Today, yes, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, so all, all I'm saying is it, it, it's a new low in vileness to to treat a human tragedy which this was also a political tragedy but it was also a human tragedy in the way that it's now being treated in hong kong and people are going oh that's quite normal that's all right yeah yeah it isn't so, normal it's so, abnormal and it's very bad five or six weeks away again june 4th yeah well not not even that yeah yeah, yeah. oh sorry so yeah, it is yeah just, just over a month do the maths yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i i anticipate because it's the 30th anniversary there will be a bigger turnout than usual in victoria park I, I understand, though. I mean, and here you go again. It's a Ministry of Marines. It's health and safety. The the um, the health and leisure and cultural services and nose-picking department, whatever they're called, uh, are going, oh, I don't know if Victoria Park's available. How did we know that June the 4th was going to be the day in which they... Mm, mm. It's, we've got a very important exhibition of textiles that we're They planning. probably have, you see, as ridiculous as this sounds. Oh, no, it's no, all they, within they the... They have. And then, and then, of course, you've got the narrative that this is an illegal assembly, etc., etc. Yes. Phew. How long before June the June the fourth be it becomes, becomes outlawed? An illegal yeah. Well, uh, and the people who organise it extradited across the border because this is quite clearly a criticism of the Communist Party, which is not allowed. Hmm. One more, I think. Let's have a quickie. Yep. Let us turn our attention. As uh, oh, let me see if I can find something a bit more. No, I can't. <laughs> I was going to say something a bit more cheerful, but I am interested in this this business which you may say oh god what's he on about these things happen all the time but the the company which is responsible for the distribution of 90 percent of all books sold in hong kong mm. which belongs to sino united publishing which by staggering coincidence is an arm of the beijing government is now moving its hong kong warehouse to nansha yeah. in, in guangdong province now, what is the implication of that? Well, you might say, oh, they've just got bigger warehouses there. Well, that's one aspect. That certainly is one aspect. The other thing is that it, that, that it means there's two sets of customs um, investigation when the books go in, because mm. a lot of these books are still printed in Hong Kong, and when the books come out. They like to check out books, by the way. They people. sure do if like you've got to one in your handbags, they, they want to look I at know, it. I they know. They, they like a little butcher's at it. Yeah. So... Here again, I mean, it seems like, oh, you know, this is a uh, this isn't a mystery measure. It's purely commercial. Uh, it isn't. It's political, and it's about censoring books. 